Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We know your life will be changed for the better by listening to God's word. If you'd like to know more about Trinity Beaumont or contribute to our ministry, please visit www.trinitybeaumont.com. of Hope. I'm your host. I'm Howard Cameron, and Rays of Hope comes to you from Trinity Church. We call this, this time together Lessons for Living here on Rays of Hope, and we're talking tonight about faith. It's a subject that's very, very important to all believers because that's the way the just shall live. No less than five times did the Word of God tell us that the just shall, not maybe, not might, shall live by faith. If you're not living by faith, then you're living well below the level of victory that God wants you to live in. And that really is part of the problem with a lot of believers. They're born again by faith, but that's the last place they ever use or exercise their faith. So I want you to get your Bible, and let's study the Word together. This is a sixth in a series on faith. And we've been comparing faith to flying. Now that's an interesting comparison when you see it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that tonight and we're just going to let the Holy Ghost lead us and guide us in this study. 
We're basing this whole, whole topic on a premise that, that, that what God said he will do, he will do. What God said he will do, he will do. Like you can put up that other slide. As, my, as good lady. Is a lot of like no, 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 not the video, the slide. Thank you. Perfect. We're, uh, we ran into quite a bit of technical difficulties this morning, and you might have noticed we've got a lot of new equipment standing around here. and um, It's all for the um, purpose of making room for one more reaching, um, reaching the loss, and just sharing the good news with, with those who can't be here in person. Amen. And how many of you guys believe that's important? Amen. Amen. All right. May you guys just continue to be believing with us as, as we press through these technical difficulties and uh, our amazing technicians and volunteers are back there. So we have to ask the question then, what has God said he will do? Now, don't raise your hand if you know the answer. Um, and... For the record, there's lots of different answers. God promised that he would save, that he would heal, that he would deliver. Um, he promised that he would provide. There's, oh gosh, there's innumerable answers for, for what God said he will do. But the important thing for us to um, pay attention to is what it is that God has said he would do. And then the second question that I, I think is important for us to ask here is what is our part to play? Uh, the important thing about faith here is that we can only have faith, and I'm going to use the word trust as an interchangeable word for faith, and if you missed Dad's little seven-minute segment last week, man, it just rocked my world. Uh, he talked about that last week, and I think it's so important that we look through the lens of trust when we're looking to have faith in God, because someone who has faith in God is someone who must trust in Him. And so what is our part to play is that we ought to trust in God. Amen. We ought to trust in that he is who he said he is and that he will do what he said he will do. But that's why it's so crucial, imperative, vital that we um, take the time to learn who he is because God operates out of his nature. That's right. Yep. And in the video, I, I don't have time to, to share his video and my video, or my, my part to play, my, my talking, because then we'll just be here for a lot longer than we need to be. <laughs> so I'm going to try and do, do my best to, you know, keep my part short and, you know, let his part sink in, too, because I was just amazed that all the way back from 96, I'm like, man, this is good teaching. Yeah. I'm not that amazed. I've always known you've been a good teacher. Um, <laughs> So uh, one of the scripture references that uh, Dad uses here in the, the video uh, is from uh, a couple different passages. Um, I like the one here in uh, back at 2.4 that says, It is through faith that the righteous enter into life. Now, most of you will be uh, more familiar with the, the phrase that the just shall live by faith. And so um, this is Habakkuk 2.4, and you can find it in lots of different translations. This was actually from Romans um, 1 of the Passion Translation, and I was like, man, that's good. Uh, again, it says that it is through faith, or we can use the word trust here, it is through what? Faith, that the righteous enter into what? Life. I know you don't have that in front of you, but you can write that down. I can repeat it one more time. It's through faith that the righteous enter into life. The just shall live 
by faith. Galatians 3.11 in the Amplified states, Now it is evident no person is justified, declared righteous, or brought into right standing with God through the law or by works. For the scripture says the man in right standing with God, the just and righteous, shall live by and out of faith. And he who through and by faith is declared righteous and in right standing with God shall what? Shall live. That was uh, Galatians 3.11 in the Amplified back there, guys. So the important thing that I, I take from this, the first, first note, is that when, when I come to God, that there's a promise here right at the very beginning that God is offering me life. The, the, one of the big things that really <laughs> frustrates me, in a manner of speaking, is that if this isn't living, then what is God offering us? You and I know that there is an offer to, to step into eternity, and, and with him, we don't experience anything of this world, right? The curse, the brokenness, the, the, the works of darkness. But what I find in Scripture is that God isn't saying that we have to wait for any of that. He's saying the just shall live by faith. There, there is no ifs or ands or buts. There's, there's, not, there's not a time spectrum on that. It's a promise. It's a guarantee, right? And we can have faith. We can trust and have assurance that we can enter into that now. So, Galatians 3.11, the Passion Translation says it this way. Isn't it obvious no one achieves the righteousness of God by attempting to keep the law. Again, the law we can interchange here for works, trying to be good enough for God. Come on, how many of you guys have ever tried to tried it, right? Maybe, maybe you came, came to church, not necessarily today, but I need to get right with God. I'm going to church. Well, that's works. You can't get, it's, it's obvious. No one achieves right standing or righteousness by attempting to keep the law, for it is written, the one who is in a right relationship, and you can highlight this or underline it, I wish you would. Is there any way we can put this up, guys? Galatians 3.11 in the Passion. I think they're working through a bunch of stuff. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure you guys get this. 3.11 in the Passion. Now, a lot of you guys might have it on your, I see Becky's got it on her iPad down here. Um, it's just the, uh, there, we, there we go, perfect. No, oh, I thought it was 311 trash, and clearly it's not. Well, that's not the one I have on my, script, my, my page. Yeah, it's obvious. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, perfect. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So the one who is in a right relationship with God will live by faith. That was, that was the, the part that I really, uh, I, I thought was a, a big winner. Thank you guys. Perfect. Okay. So faith, I wrote this down and we'll get ready to check out our next clip of Rays of Hope. Faith is trusting God's ability that he is who he says he is, and he will do what he said he will do. And that's a, that's a good, good little thing to take home with you. 
And our part to play is to know who he is and to know what he said he will do. All right, let's check out the next clip. Faith is a lot of like flying. They both have a purpose. Most people don't have any idea what the purpose of faith is. They just know it's something out there that God, God said is the way we're going to live. But how are you even going to live by faith if you don't even know what the purpose of faith is? And it's real, 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 real simple. Okay? The purpose of flying is to get from point A to point B, isn't it? Now, that's all that the purpose of flying is. You can do a lot of things between point A and point B. But the purpose of flying is to get from one place to another. Ultimately, basically, I mean, you boil it all down. Well, the purpose of faith is no different. Now, I'm going to represent life. You, you, maybe you can recognize this. Does that look like anything like life? As you up and down, valleys and peaks, high times, low times, falling off the mountain, climbing back up. Everybody recognize life? And up here is point B. You notice there's a gulf there. If you don't ever make it to point B, you're in deep trouble. I mean, deep trouble. You've you got a place in the smoking section. Amen? But this is life. Now, someplace along this life is point A. Now, everybody has one of these, right? And everybody's going to proceed through life till they either fall down here or they find a point A. Some people, when they, uh, some people don't find point A till they get to this point, till the end of life, right? Some people get here. Some people are really blessed. They get born again, they get born again way down here. But somewhere along this place is probably right down here, down in that valley there, is point A. And the purpose of faith is to get you to point B. Same as flying. Amen? Amen. That is one of the big things about faith. And I love that he talks about that, um, moving us from here to there. And I, I would challenge us to not think of necessarily just going above all of the uh, trials and, and tests and issues of life. Because how many of you guys know the storms still come? However, there is a better way to go through storms. Because the thing about life is that you can go through storms with him or you can go through storms without him. And so faith, our object today, the question at hand, the or thing that we're focused on, faith is that thing that takes us from the natural realm to the spiritual realm. It opens up the door for us to believe that there is a better way, right? Yes. Yeah. Hebrews 11.6, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. But we must come to God and believe what? That he is. Or in other words, that he is who he said he is, and he's going to do what he said he will do. I, there's an issue and a challenge with it, though, is that so many people, times we get stuck in, I don't know if it's necessarily a Western mentality or ideology, but a thought process, well, if God's so good, then why is this happening to me? But you'll notice the life that Jesus lived was full of trouble. <laughs> and he was perfect, way more perfect than you or I. Yeah. 
And so a, a couple of different thoughts here. That faith opens the door to get to B, get to point B, right? We, where we're at right now. And, and I like to think of the point B as where God is. But I also believe that faith opens the door to accept that God wants to come to us. Uh, I like to think of the story of the prodigal son where the son began to run towards the father, but the father met him. Don't you know that faith opens the door for God to meet you where you're at? Man, that's good. I like that. So something I noted about the peaks and the valleys is that um, faith is trusting God through them, right? And I kind of noted that already. But I just think it's important for us to know that no matter where you're at in life, no matter if you're at a peak or a valley, know that God wants to walk with you through that because that valley could be never-ending, And I know that kind of sounds scary, but let's just talk about it for just one second. The enemy's goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to take you out. And dad talks a lot about that he's after your faith. He's after your faith so that you'll give up. Because if you give up, that's when he can take you out. So the faith is that assurance, that trust that God will what? He will deliver you. Because that valley could be something permanent. And that's not to say that though it's not to say that, that God didn't meet people in their valleys. Because death, where is your sting? It's been swallowed up. God has the final say so on this. So it's important for you to know that. Um, a quick side note is that we can't and I don't think I said this already, but we can't have faith or we can't trust God where we don't know what he is willing to do. In other words, we can't have faith where the will of God is not known. And how can we know God's will? I'm so glad you asked. It's by his word. It's by his, his son who's been revealed to us. And this teaching is, is, is an important aspect, but it's not the most important aspect. Getting to know him on your own. Okay. So a valley can take you out, but I, I, warrant, I, I also felt um, it noteworthy to talk about how peaks are dangerous as well. How many of you guys like getting through a hard situation and coming out victorious? Yeah. Amen. But there's an issue with, there can be an issue with standing on mountaintops. And it's called pride. And that's what happens when we think that we made it through on our own. And that opens the door for you to fall the furthest and the hardest that you may not get up from. And so faith is that so key components 
that allows us to live in just such that right relationship, right? The just shall live by faith where it's all him. And we trust him even, it's, even if it's valleys, even if it's hills, even if it's mountaintops or even if it's the lowly plains. The Lord once asked me, he said, Andrew, will, will you appreciate the beauty of, of the plain as you will the mountaintop? Stop me dead in my tracks. I love the mountains. How many men in here? Come on. You know what I'm talking about. There's just something about, <laughs> my women, it's my, my one girl, <laughs> loves the mountains. Uh, all, the, all the rest of y'all beach people. Will you like the mountain suit, Lacey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Denver girl. Um, most women love the beach. That's okay. God meets them there too. But uh, there's just something to be said about appreciating God in the mundane. That's the reality of, of the question that God was asking. Will you, will you appreciate the beauty of, of just saying yes? You know, when it, when it doesn't feel like people notice, you know, you, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm not making a difference. Yes, you are. You're raising world changers. You know, stay-at-home dad. I'm, I'm just in school. You're a witness to the people around you. You, you, you don't know what just thank you could could do to somebody. You don't know what just sharing the love of Jesus with somebody could do. Hey, God really loves you. Wow, I needed to hear that. Okay. All right, let's check out this. Uh, oh, excuse me. Before we get to this next, next clip, I'm going to go through Isaiah in the New Living Translation in chapter 55. Prophet reads that my thoughts, uh, this is the Lord, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord's. Verse eight, perfect. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. The rain and the snow, they pay attention to this, they come where? Come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. Here's the key part. It is the same with what? My word. Jesus, I send my word out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish what? All I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it to. Let's check out this next clip and see how dad expounds this passage. All right, now, what he said, my ways and my thoughts are higher than your ways and then he talks about what? Not just the rain and the snow. What, what, what's like the rain and the snow? Y'all just read it, didn't you? His word. Let me, let's, let's do this. His word. He's talking about his word. He sends his word into the earth. You know, does rain go up or down? Comes down. His word proceeds. It's a supernatural thing. It proceeds to a, to a natural level. Can you see that? So we're talking about his word. His word. His word's precious. His word, maybe you'll recognize his word. Does, anybody, does, that, does that look like familiar to anybody? Does anybody know what I tried to draw there? That's how you fly, isn't it? This word is the vehicle that will take you from here to there. Romans 10, 17, you're scholars, what does it say? Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So when you begin to mix 
the word with faith. Let's call the, these engines slung under these wings faith. Can we do that? So, so these, these engines are going to produce, they're going to produce something called thrust. Is that right? Well, I think this, this thing called faith we could look at and, and compare to thrust. And what, what happens when you take a, 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 a lifting body, a wing and, a, and an airplane, and apply thrust? You get forward motion, don't you? It's going to fly. When you put wings on that thing, it's going to fly. Because you've got everything that's necessary for flight. Amen. Amen. Good preaching. That is good preaching. Good teaching. You know, we've got four. We've got four hundred of those uh, up in the attic. Uh, we start. We started to get them digitalized. Um, so here's here's a little bit of the beginning of that. So we're talking about faith to fly by. There's a better way to live life. And he is that better way. And so, what, what are our key points here? If we're going to live by faith, it's important that we understand what God's will is. And it's important that we trust Him through the process. You know, if there's something that's easier said than done, it's having faith. It's easy to talk about trusting it's a lot harder to live it. We know God is trustworthy because we've read about the stories in the Bible. But what happens when the unthinkable, you're faced with the unthinkable? Does everything work out together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes even when Do I trust God when everything inside of me, everything around me even, is telling me, you got to go. It's time to move. It's time to get some stuff shaken. And there's somebody holding your hand. is like a rock. He's a firm foundation. There's a picture here that's important to, to walk away with. We can walk hand in hand with him and be in the valleys, but still be in glory. And when you mix those two together, like he was picturing, showing us, where the word, we live in him, right? We're getting in the airplane, which is the word. We're living in God's word. Come on. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by out of every word that proceeds from his mouth. God isn't daily cake. He's the daily bread. You're not to live by cake every day. Stop it. I'm just kidding. And he's living water. He's the way. 
the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. And where is it that point B is supposed to be? Except with him. And when we mix those two, when, when we have trust, faith, that he is who he said he is, he will do what he said he will do. We're, we're devouring that. We're, it's, it's like we're not satisfied till we have every last little bit. It, it's that, that thing that moves us forward. That keeps us in the glory realm. Come on, Jason knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's like living there right now. Aspire to be like that guy. Amazing. So it's important for us to, to take note of that the word will accomplish everything he sent it to. What did God send his word to, to accomplish? I mean, let's just take a look around, folks. What is the world in desperate need of right now? You. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Have faith. Can't you hear, can't you hear Jesus? Have I been with you so long now that you still don't believe? Have faith in God. Your words are powerful. Okay. So Jesus, he is the word. And faith is trusting him. And he will take you where he wants you. Sometimes they're valleys. Sometimes they're peaks. But no matter what, he works all things together for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purposes. Let's check out this last clip. The, the purpose of this, again, is simply to get to point B, but there's a lot of things in the meantime that we can get into, and there's a lot of problems that you can also run into. We're going to talk about, next week, we're going to talk about why, you're going to, why, why folks crash, why their faith is made shipwreck. Anybody ever been there? How many of you know that you can, you can take off again? You don't have to stay shipwrecked, praise God. How many of you know that just because you're walking by faith doesn't mean that you don't have, have an opportunity to quit, to give up? Now, if you're walking down here, you already gave up. You're walking in a natural, carnal, fleshly way. And folks, it's going to be trouble. There's going to be trouble. Paul said there's trouble in the flesh but I would spare you. Now, he, he was talking about marriage, but it applies any time that you're in the flesh. When you're in the flesh, did you know that, it, that it's the worst thing in the world that a believer can do is just walk in the natural? Why? Because it's no longer your nature. Once it was your nature, but now the Bible says you are light in the Lord. Now, why would you walk like darkness anymore? So when you start walking like darkness, when you start walking like the world... I mean, you're going to trip. You're going to stumble. It's going to, it's going to be tough. It's no wonder the folks out there in the world can walk in there. They're used to walking in the dark. You looked at the light. You ever, you ever looked at the light and then walked through a dark room? What happens? You hurt your toe. Isn't that right? <laughs> and then you stumble. You, you run into things. Why? Because your eyes are not adjusted to darkness. Those folks out here know what it looks like in there. They're walking. But you looked at Jesus. 
You got your eyes upon the light and you'll never see the same again. Your eyes will never, ever, 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 ever adjust to darkness again. Do you hear me? You may try. You can get down there and walk with those, those folks out there. And your eyes will adjust somewhat, but they'll never be the same. Because you're always going to have that knowing that there's a better way. There's a higher way. There's a faith way. There's a word way. This ain't God's way. You hear me? You'll always have that knowing. Amen. Okay. Some last final thoughts. It's, it can seem very natural to trust in our own ability. But what have we been commanded Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your steps. Trust in the Lord. There's a battle and a war that's waged here between your soul, your flesh, and your spirit. 1 Corinthians 1.14, uh, if my memory serves me, states that the one who has since ruled cannot receive anything from God. 2.14. Thanks. That was pretty close. Which is why it's so important that we live by faith. Because the one who trusts in God can receive very plainly, very openly. And at that point, it opens the door to live in a way that is very supernatural. And so I'd just like to pray for you this morning that God would teach you how to trust in Him. How many of you guys would like to be able to have more faith, to trust in God. Amen. All right. Well, let's come to him, believing that he is who he said he is, and that he will do what he said he will do. Lord, it is impossible for us to be who you've called us to be without your Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, how we call upon you now and ask for you to teach us all things pertaining to life and godliness, pertaining to who you are, pertaining to Jesus, who is the express image of our Father and God. We can do nothing apart from you. And it is only by faith that we have entered into this position, but now are asking that you would take us from faith to faith, God, would you cause us to grow into a more mature place that we could be who you have called us to be? Lord, in so doing, we know that we are opening ourselves up to situations where we will have a choice presented before us 
And I pray right now for the grace to fall upon each and every single person that is under the sound of my voice. When those situations and choices are presented before us, that we are given the grace to trust in you more and more, day by day. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask the prayer partners to come forward. We're going to turn on just a little bit of instrumental music and get, re get ready to dismiss. But if you're in this place and you're saying, I would like to receive prayer to trust in God more, don't leave the way that you came in. Don't leave without having somebody who can pray with you in faith. They've been there. This faith thing is part experiential. It's part knowledge. Some of it's just living it out. It's easy to say that we have faith in God because we know, we know that he's, he's trustworthy. But sometimes we need a little help being trustworthy with him. And so I bless you guys. And I encourage you to go love God, love people, and lead well. You guys have a great week. You're dismissed. And if you need prayer for anything, we're here for you guys.